Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Yes, a little Selena and the Lastinos band, however, with Como La Flor by the great Jennifer Lopez from the very biopic musical Selena, however, the movie, however, which started J-Lo as Selena. 
and a little combo the floor and a little dance, however, here to get you started for the weekend here on Thursday, September 7, 2017, episode 66 of the Wrestling Debate is underway. one 724 Pounding. You can join us here until 4 o'clock this afternoon. We are expecting a boatload of fun, if you will. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jared Dizuolmo. Of course, my tag team partner, King Ice, of course, uh, with Gerard T. Smith, however, the bad guy himself, will be on the line with us in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. And we welcome you to a very abbreviated version, let's just say, of the wrestling debate. After three weeks, of course, we are back in the saddle again. Of course, last night we were supposed to be on, but due to some minor issues, however, we could not uh, get on in time. So today we have decided to push it back, at least for one day and one week only, and that being today. A lot has happened since we last talked to you guys about three weeks ago, so let's catch you up to speed and let you know what's going on. Of course, this past Tuesday night, SmackDown was live in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Of course, as you know, the big story coming out of that, of course, was that Shinsuke Nakamura, the king of strong style and the two-time NXT world champion, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, will be taking on Jinder Mahal, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, Jinder Mahal, of course, will be taking on Shinsuke Nakamura in a rematch at Hell in a Cell coming up in three and a half weeks in Detroit Rock City, if you will, as he will be going after the SmackDown Championship. Of course, Jinder has been champion since May when he won the title at Backlash in Chicago, if you will. Also, ladies and gentlemen, the big story coming out of SmackDown is the ongoing feud between Shane O'Mac, Shane McMahon, if you will, and the master of the pop-off powerbomb, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, of course, got into a riff with Shane this past Tuesday night in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and as a result, Shane has been suspended for the time being due to the fact that he laid his hands on Kevin Owens. However, Vince McMahon, however, told Daniel Bryan, the other GM of SmackDown, that coming up this Tuesday night on SmackDown in Las Vegas, there could be repercussions after what happened this past week involving Shane and KO, and we'll have to wait and see what happens as SmackDown this Tuesday will be returning to the gambling capital world, Sin City, USA itself, Las Vegas, Nevada. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, this past week we saw, of course, uh, Carmella and her so-called boo, if you will, the so-called nerd! James Ellsworth, if you will, take on Natalia Nightheart, if you will, and it looked like Natty was ready to uh, beat Carmella and deny her a chance to uh, take hold of the woman's title. Well, guess what, Howard? She did not win the women's title, did Carmella, but she almost cashed in her opportunity thanks to her so-called boo, if you will. The two got into an argument, and as a result, let's just say uh, Carmella slapped the taste out of Mr. Ellsworth's mouth before making out with him much later on and admitting that she was wrong and sorry for what had happened. And as a result, how she told James how, that things were going to be done her way now. Well, guess what, folks? If you ask me, this whole storyline is getting more and more ridiculous by the week involving these two. I am just absolutely disgusted by this. I'm appalled by this. I'm absolutely wanting to throw up because of this. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens this week because this Tuesday night, if you will, however, Naomi and Natalia will meet in a rematch from SummerSlam, if you will, however. And I would not be surprised, however, if Carmella, who still has the Money in the Bank contract briefcase that she won thanks to Ellsworth earlier this summer, however, in St. Louis, if you will, however, could cash in the biggest jackpot of her life, however, on this night, however, and maybe leave with the woman's title. We'll have to wait and see, obviously. Also speaking of money, however, coming up this Tuesday, the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, who won the tag team titles off of the New Day, if you will, just a few weeks ago in Brooklyn, will be defending their titles in a rematch in a Las Vegas street fight as the New Day of Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, and yes, Big E Langston, if you will, will uh, 
have appealed to Shane O'Mac and Daniel Bryan directly within the last two weeks, however, and have demanded a rematch against Jimmy and Jay. As a result, the Usos and the New Day will continue their feud with one another, if you will, coming up this Tuesday night, however, live on SmackDown, if you will, from Las Vegas, as it'll be a Las Vegas street fight. Also on uh, Tuesday night, as we mentioned, of course, however, I imagine we will hear from the World Heavyweight Champion, the Maharaja of Madness, or as I like to call him, the Maharaja Meathead, if you will, Jinder Mahal and his boyfriends, if you will, the Singh Brothers, if you will, uh, respond after what happened this past uh, Tuesday night when Shinsuke Nakamura defeated the Viper, Randy Orton, clean in the middle of the ring. Also, of course, just this past Monday, or excuse me, Tuesday night, we saw Aiden English take on Sami Zayn. As you know, Sami Zayn has had a real rough go at it this past year, however, in the WWE, going from Raw to SmackDown, and he continues to be buried almost at every turn. As a result, however, Nakamura, of course, excuse me, not Nakamura, Sami lost in two minutes this past week directly to Aiden English, who continues to just make a complete fool of himself, if you ask me. But speaking of fools, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about one particular guy who made himself look like a kind of a fool, in a way, this past Tuesday night, and that was to show off Dolph Ziggler. Dolph, as you know, has been mocking people from uh, Naomi, of course, to Randy Savage, to other superstars, after saying the week before on SmackDown, if you will, however, he was going to come into SmackDown again with a purpose. Well, this past Tuesday night, however, the show-off did indeed kind of show us well, what kind of purpose that was, and as a result, however, he just basically looked like a fool as he began to mock people from, like I said, Naomi, the current women's champion, to Randy Savage, Hall of Fame legend, to other superstars, and let's just say I didn't find it too amusing. I was not a big fan of it, but like I said, the big story, obviously, besides the Nakamura gender thing that's going on right now, is obviously the Shane KO thing. We're going to have to wait and see how that all unfolds. Now, some other news in the world of wrestling that's been going on, of course, taking away from the WWE for a few minutes, if you will, is the status of Global Force Wrestling. As reported last week, Jeff Jarrett, of course, said that he needed some time off, however, from Global Force Wrestling and has decided to take an extended leave of absence. Well, at one point we thought we had heard earlier this week that GFW was going to be going up for sale again because apparently there are reports going out saying that Anthem Sports Entertainment and its chief officer, Ed Nordholm, are not very impressed with what GFW has done so far since taking ownership of the TNA Impact name. Well, earlier today, however, or should I say yesterday, I believe I heard, however, this story, GFW and apparently uh, Ed Nordholm and Anthem Sports Entertainment are trying to come to some type of agreement where they are going to be keep afloat for at least a little while longer. That being said, of course, we understand they have uh, signed a new piece of paper that I believe will be allowing them to be broadcasting live on uh, European television. In fact, I'm going to pull up the article right now while we're doing this. But before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, just a quick reminder, however, that coming up tonight, ladies and gentlemen, how at 7 o'clock, you can listen to Gerard T. Smith, myself, and the rest of the gang, However, mind you, however, uh, as far as what's going on, however, on Top Heel Inc., as we will be back in the saddle with a very special edition of Top Heel Inc., being at 7 p.m., the caller ID is 140562, pounding, you can join us there at 7, and then at 9 o'clock, we'll be live with Wolfpack Radio, and of course, the caller ID is 138521, pound. Now, this is the report I have heard, however, as of today. The current global force creative team is going to be headed up by John Big Goober, formerly of the WWE. The actual team will include the following. Scott Diamore, Sanjay Dutt, Dutch Mantel, better known to you all as Zeb Coulter, however, Jeremy Borash, 
and Chris Parks, a.k.a. Abyss. Gubrick, of course, was put in charge of the team, however, when Jarrett earlier this week was given an indefinite leave of absence. That said, however, they have television leading up to the Bound for Glory pay-per-view coming up, I believe, very, very shortly. Also, if that's not all, however, I believe following the Bound for Glory, however, show, however, that is when the new creative team will take effect. Um, as far as the my thoughts on that, I'll go. I will tell you about my thoughts about that in just a minute. But uh, this is the story I was telling you about how I involved Global Force Wrestling. This is the report we had heard originally yesterday. According to Justin Barrasso from Sports Illustrated, GFW reportedly was hemorrhaging funds, if you will, however, uh, believe it or not. And as a result, however, we understand how they are having a tough time meeting pay. That being said, this is the report says that Anthem Sports Entertainment, however, and them was looking to sell the uh, company. Now, reportedly, however, we understand how they lost their UK deal, uh, I believe sometime this last week or just recently, and ended up striking a different deal with Spike UK. Meanwhile, here in the States, how they have been described, they, what has, they have what has been described as a, quote, barter deal on pop TV. After searching for a better U.S. TV deal, they reportedly have now landed back on pop for next year. The company has also run two house shows since Anthem took over and has canceled a third show. If that's not all, they have boasted about digital media numbers improving, and there has been a renewed emphasis on moving their merchandise. That said, the company presumably has had a smaller payroll, uh, town payroll than it did under Dixie Carter. Now, beyond those charges, what new revenue streams has Anthem opened that would make anyone think the company is anywhere close to profitable? I have no idea, but I will tell you this, however. I think TNA more and more is like what WCW was in the waning years of 2000 and 2001. They're barely getting by with the television. They're barely getting by with the talent. And I would not be surprised. I've said this many times over on all of our shows, including this one. I think TNA could be sinking to the bottom of the ocean. Right now, they're just barely lifting their heads above the water, keeping their heads still above the water at this point. But I think you're going to see TNA very, very soon either pull the plug on the company altogether after 15 years, or they're just going to be bought out by WWE somehow or someone else like Ring of Honor or New Japan. I mean, right now, they are just absolutely getting worse and worse by the week, however, with their television ratings. I mean, granted, yes, they did bring in some big names like Johnny Nitro, a.k.a. John Morrison, a.k.a. Johnny Impact, whatever you want to call him, uh, Bobby Lashley, of course, and you also have a couple other guys, including Alberto El Patron, a.k.a. Alberto Del Rio, who, of course, will be out, we understand, until November after being stripped of the title a few weeks ago, of course. And there's also been some talk about bringing in his girlfriend, who at one time was uh, questioned by uh, police after an assault matter that occurred earlier this year, however, and that is WWE Diva Page. But speaking of Page, ladies and gentlemen, and speaking of the Divas, how I want to talk about real quick, however, uh, a sincere congratulations goes out to Nikki Bella, who, of course, yesterday, of course, was announced as a member of the cast of the new season of Dancing with the Stars. Of course, you will be on the show beginning in a few weeks, uh, competing with the likes of former football superstar Terrell Owens. Uh, also, uh, Barbara Corcoran of Shark Tank will be on the show with her. And also, we understand a couple other big names, including uh, the guy from Malcolm in the Middle, Frankie Munoz. And we also understand Vince and Nick Lache- Vince, Lache- Vince uh, Lachey, if you will, however, the wife of Nick Lachey, if you will, as husband and wife will be competing against one another. And also, TV reality star from Property Brothers, Drew Scott, if you will, believe it or not. So, folks, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what Nikki will be doing, however, coming up, however, believe it or not, however, when she begins her. Uh, dance-off uh, career, however, in just a few weeks' time 
on ABC's reality show, Dance with the Stars. Also speaking of women, ladies and gentlemen, of course, last night we saw on NXT on the WWE Network, if you did not see, uh, Asuka, after 500-plus days, relinquished her NXT Women's Championship due to the fact she suffered a severe injury just a few weeks beforehand. As we understand, she broke her collarbone. This, of course, was on a tape show from a few weeks before. But I can tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, there are reports saying that I believe Oscar recently, not too long ago, had the surgery, unless she hasn't had it yet. But she will be returning, hopefully, before the year's out, however, possibly uh, to the WWE. And uh, that being said, of course, we understand how she will be on her way to the main roster. We understand at some point before the year's out or early next year, Whatever brand she's going to compete on, the red or blue, we don't really know yet. Right now, my money would be on the blue brand. I think they can need a big, strong name like her, considering the fact they got uh, someone like Nia Jax on Raw running things along with uh, Sasha Banks, uh, and, of course, Bailey, who is still recovering from her injury as well, and who I think will be back uh, before the year's out as well. I think Oscar would be beneficial to compete on uh, SmackDown with girls like Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, uh, Tamina, Lana, those type of divas. If she goes over on Raw, I can see her running Raw shot over everyone in that division, including Nia Jax. Uh, she was a great champion for 500-plus days, the longest-term champion in women's history in NXT. I think uh, she has a great chance to make some noise over there, too. Uh, but like we said, she did give up her title last night. We understand, ladies and gentlemen, how and relinquished it to William Regal. Uh, she, of course, suffered a severe injury just a few weeks ago following the NXT uh, TakeOver 3 match she had with Ember Moon, who I think will be the next person on deck possibly to win that title unless they give it to uh, someone like Ruby Riot or Peyton Royce, but my money would be on someone like Nikki Cross. I think Nikki Cross is going to be uh, the next champion uh, out of all those girls I've mentioned before. I am a big Nikki fan. I have been for quite some time with her group Sanity. Of course, they won the tag team titles, of course, from the Office of Pain a few weeks back in Brooklyn, Ackham and Rezar, who I think are on their way to the main roster, too. Uh, so uh, NXT is still hanging in there. I mean, yes, they've lost some big names like Bobby Roode, Asuka, and uh, also uh, someone like maybe possibly the Authors of Pain. But I'll tell you what, they just continue to hang in there for the most part. I know there's been a big feud going on between uh, Drew McIntyre and guys like Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, who I think is... Uh, Itching to start very soon. In fact, I would not be surprised if Adam Cole's in the ring in the next few weeks, however, with NXT on television. I cannot wait to see what he brings to the table. I know he was a great wrestler in Ring of Honor, along with his friends like Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. In fact, ROH is definitely taking over NXT more and more. It reminds me of sort of like the NWO in a way, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And I think uh, ROH with those guys how is uh, making a big, big uh, sounding board right now down in the WWE developmental system in Florida, if you ask me. And we'll talk about Florida here in just a second. And I think they can only get better from here, and I think they're going to get better from here, if you ask me. So uh, definitely we'll be watching this with uh, supreme interest, no question about it. Uh, speaking of Florida, ladies and gentlemen, as well as uh, the Lone Star State of Texas, uh, our thoughts and prayers are with those people right now. A lot has happened since we last talked to you, of course. Uh, as you know, uh, down in Texas, they have dealt with Hurricane Harvey and are dealing with the aftermath following Harvey of cleaning up and uh, trying to get their lives back together. Uh, myself, um, on behalf of myself and the rest of my colleagues here on the radio network, Gerard, Michelle, Chad, John, JML, Rhonda, and the rest of the game, we want to send get well wishes and prayers to the city of Houston and to our two good friends, uh, the Wolf Queen and Heavy Metal. I know they're trying to get their lives back to normal after what happened down there just a few weeks ago with Harvey. I know they're still trying to 
piece together what just happened. I can tell you it's very traumatic, very heartbreaking to watch these pictures and see it on the news every day. Uh, but let us uh, tell you, the city of Houston, as well as our friends down there in Texas, and whoever has friends and family in Texas, our thoughts and prayers are with you all. And we hope that you get back on your feet very, very soon. I know it's going to take a while, but our thoughts and prayers are with you there in Texas. And also, we want to send get well wishes to the people in the Caribbean and also the state of Florida because I know they're getting ready to uh, get ready for a big storm that's going to be moving in in the next few days, Hurricane Irma. I know last we heard as of this afternoon, Irma slammed into the Caribbean big time, especially yesterday and this morning. We understand winds have been packing up almost to 200 miles per hour at this point. They're telling people in Miami and the whole state of Florida, get out while you can. Don't stay here. It's not worth it, however. And if you do stay here, be prepared for what could be maybe the worst storm in almost 25 years. But uh, let us tell you right now in Florida, our thoughts and prayers are with you in that state of Florida as well as all over the Caribbean for that matter too after what has happened over the past couple of days. Uh, I have family and friends down there in Florida right now. I know a couple of them are actually getting out of there right now. In fact, uh, a couple of my friends, I talked to them this morning, are leaving Tampa as of this afternoon. I know a few more people might be leaving later today or tomorrow morning from Orlando. Uh, let me just say on behalf of myself again, I'm sure all my colleagues that are in the radio network are saying the same thing like we, I just said in Texas. Our thoughts and prayers are with you all, and we hope that things are okay. But I know from what I've been seeing on the news over the last uh, day or two, uh, Irma is definitely not no joke to play with, guys. I mean, this certainly is not. And I will say this, how uh, it is getting very, very ugly right now, to say the least. In fact, last we heard about uh, Irma, however, as of this afternoon, it was supposed to hit the island of Cuba here in just a short while, and I believe it probably arrived already at Cuba just a little bit ago. And now it's going to be turning its way towards Florida possibly in the next 24 to 48 hours. I know they've canceled a lot of football games and events down there in Florida this weekend. Uh, in South Florida and all over the state for that matter. In fact, some of the games have been moved up a day or even canceled altogether, at least for the time being. But uh, let us tell you right now, our thoughts are with you in that state of Florida right now, as well as all over the Caribbean, places like Puerto Rico, St. Martin, St. Thomas, all those places. Uh, It is just heartbreaking to watch and see what has happened, however. And I can tell you right now, after seeing what I saw of the destruction of Harvey last week, however, I can only imagine what it's going to be like, uh, believe it or not, later on uh, in the next few days or even this coming weekend. I mean, definitely our prayers are with you in Florida right now, uh, in Florida, however, and we want to definitely say uh, our thoughts are with you in that state right now and all over the Caribbean for that matter, especially with Irma coming and falling right behind is another big storm. We understand that it's just starting up power, simply named Jose. We'll be watching those two storms very carefully, but it has been a very traumatic few weeks, however, to say the least, in that region of the Caribbean and Florida, as well as Texas. And let us just tell you right now, our thoughts and prayers are with you all over the place in more ways than one. Um, Also, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, uh, we want to definitely say, uh, we want to tell you that coming up this Monday right now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this uh, coming Monday is going to be a very emotional day on Raw Radio. It is definitely going to be very unique and We will talk more about that uh, coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, This Monday, of course, we will talk more about No Mercy. But also, ladies and gentlemen, it was 17 years ago, believe it or not, uh, this coming Monday, that one of the most horrifying incidents in American history did happen. And uh, right before the show or during the show, as we start on Monday, I will uh, lead us in a moment of silence and uh, tell you why that is. In fact, I'll tell you about it right now, ladies and gentlemen, however. uh, let's just say it was 17 years ago uh, this week, next Monday, I should say, 
on what happened. It was one of the most horrifying incidents in American history in New York City, in uh, Somerset, Pennsylvania, which is about an hour and a half, two hours away from where I live, and down there in the nation's capital, and we all know what happened that day. I can remember exactly where I was doing that day, and I'm sure I'm going to ask everyone's opinion about this on Monday for a little bit during the show at some point where you were when that happened. Uh, I know exactly where I was when it happened, and you know what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I was at home that day. I had the day off of work. I was watching TV in the morning. I was watching Regis and uh, Kelly on uh, ABC, my local ABC station here in Pittsburgh, and all of a sudden they cut right in, uh, not five minutes into the show, and all of a sudden ABC News, all CBS News, and NBC suddenly broke in with their morning shows too and morning uh, talk shows and told everyone what had just happened. And during the course of that day, uh, we all uh, were watching with horror and just fear in our voices and uh, fear in our minds The that what happened did not happen. And unfortunately, it did happen. We all know what happened that fateful day. Um, I remember shortly thereafter of hearing about what happened. I went outside, and all of a sudden, I was on my back porch. So I remember and all of a sudden, I heard sirens as loud as can be. It was like fire truck sounds. And I was wondering, there has to be something going on here. I don't know what the heck's this all about. And then, of course... I continued to watch the news in and out throughout the day, and then, of course, we saw what happened later that day and then the following days what happened. It just broke my heart, no pun intended. It broke my heart. It broke everyone's heart, for that matter, after what went down. It just it did not seem all too surreal what happened, but it did happen, and my stomach just felt just full of hate. Well, I'm going to say hate. Full of anger, full of uh, just sadness, and just full of uh, just sorrow. For what had went on, and like I said, it just made you really, really think about uh, what had just really occurred, what had really taken place, you know. And like I said, it just—it was unbelievable that that had happened at that day. And like I said, every year since then, however, I pause to reflect uh, exactly where I was that morning, the day it happened, because I remember the following day, or was it the following day? Yeah, it was the following day. Two days. Yeah, it was the following day. I went back to work. Uh, where I was working at the time, and it just, it was sort of quiet in a way, but it was also just, just silent, it felt so empty, you know, it just didn't seem like it really happened, you know, but it did happen, and at that job I was at, I was there for close to four years, I remember at the time how I walked in, and I saw my boss, and my other boss, and we were talking about what had just happened the previous day, and we didn't say much, all we could just say is we just are we were heartbroken and just shaking our heads, not believing what we had seen. But uh, like I said, folks, it happened, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, uh, coming up this Monday, it'll be 16 years this coming Monday. So, yeah, I can't believe it's been that long, folks, but to go figure. Um, just a quick reminder, ladies and gentlemen, as we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget this coming Saturday we'll be back with Power Hour. The caller ID is one four one three six four pound This coming Saturday at 4 p.m., uh, you can join Mr. WCW and myself, as well as whoever else comes on the line, we'll talk about the past week's shows, activities about giving you the latest rundown, and uh, also giving you the down, number of downloads, and also how many people listen to our shows. I'm sure there's going to be some people listening to today's show, maybe some not. Hey, it's okay. I mean, you're entitled to what you're doing, you know. I mean, I'm hoping that you guys are listening to me right now at your job or your house, wherever you're listening to our show. I appreciate you uh, tuning me on this afternoon. Of course, I'm usually not here on uh Thursday afternoons, but today, uh, just making this one-week exception, how I'm here, at least until 4 o'clock. Again, we are expecting, hopefully, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith on the line with us here in just a little bit. 
If not, we will definitely hear from Gerard tonight at Top Heel. Ladies and gentlemen, begin at 7 p.m. Myself and him will be back at the Top Heel chairs again. Of course, the King of Kings will have his uh, case of beer with him, of course, and ready to uh, tell it like it is, however, without pulling any punches. And, of course, I will be there to assist him as the Good Brothers, however, will be uh, doing their thing, however, once again. And that will begin anyway, just after 7 o'clock tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to check that out. And the ID number for that is 104562-POUND. And then at 9 o'clock, join Gerard, myself, as your news team. However, the Ron Burgundy and champ kind of the radio network, ladies and gentlemen, Gerard being Ron, me, the champ kind of the bunch, for Wolfpack Radio, 138521-POUND. John Gross will have your birthdays and dates, of course, obviously. And who knows whatever else we'll be getting into. We talked a lot about uh, what has been going on the last few weeks, of course, in wrestling. Uh, of course, some other news pertaining to wrestling. As we mentioned, uh, we do want to give a special shout-out to uh, – and congratulations uh, to uh, Cody Rhodes. Believe on a few weeks ago, I believe, he won the ROH Heavyweight title. So congratulations to the son of the American Dream and the brother of the Bizarre One, former WCW and WWE superstar Goldust, if you will, a.k.a. Dustin Reynolds. Uh, well worth it, of course. Uh, Cody has done very, very well since uh, leaving the WWE, it seems like, in Ring of Honor. And, of course, uh, we want to wish him nothing but the best as he continues his success there in Ring of Honor, and I believe he's got a big upcoming title defense here shortly, so we want to send out our congratulations to him. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, some other news, of course, going on, um, just looking right now. Uh, we do want to give you uh, an update real quick, of course, on some birthdays. Of course, John will list these tonight, I'm sure, on the Wolfpack Radio Show. We do want to send out uh, happy birthday wishes to former WWE superstar and ECW competitor Colin Delaney, who turns 31 today. And Mighty Molly Holly, however, best known as Nora, Nora Greenwald, of course, turns the big 4-0 today. So happy birthday to both of them. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, however, for you folks, however, that are in the Rochester, New York, St. Catharines, Ohio, and Toronto, Ontario areas, this weekend NXT will be coming to your neck of the woods, beginning uh, with some interesting shows tonight. Among some of the people that have been listed, uh, they include Drew McIntyre, Killian Dane, Alexander Wolfe, Ember Moon, Nikki Cross, Alistair Black, Andrea Cianalmas, Hideo Tommy, and Ember Moon. Now, originally they were supposed to do a show tomorrow night, however, in Daytona Beach, however, at the Midtown Cultural and Educational Center. I believe now that show has been canceled due to the storm, as well as Crystal River, River Florida, at the Crystal River, River Armory this Saturday. However, uh, tomorrow night in St. Catharines, Ohio, at the Meridian Center, at the Matami Athletic Center, uh, this coming Friday and Saturday night, tomorrow night and Saturday night as of now, that is where you can check the action with NXT. Of course, they're in Rochester, New York tonight, and then those you know, the places I mentioned, St. Catharines and Toledo, excuse me, not Toledo, Toronto, they will be there uh, tomorrow night. Uh, some other news going on, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, we do understand, of course, uh, as you know, in case you did not hear a few weeks ago, uh, we had a little bit of an interesting health issue with a particular legend, Ron, not what I say, Ron, I keep saying Ron. I meant to say, however, uh, Ric Flair, of course, the 16-time champion, of course, as you know, according to reports, however, is now back home in his home in Charlotte, North Carolina, still recovering from a health issue. Uh, we understand, I believe, it was a kidney attack a few weeks ago, not a heart attack, as we had all thought it would be, but the 16-time champion, the kiss-dealing, wheeling-dealing, jet-flying son of a gun is definitely taking it easy in more ways than one. And on behalf of myself and my colleagues who are fans of friend, or friends of Rick, uh, we want to say get well soon, Nate. We love you, man, and we hope that you will see you back on TV very, very soon, and we hope that you are continuing your speedy recovery. Uh, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, 
Uh, like I said, however, uh, it was a very scary ordeal that happened a few weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, that happened, I believe, right before SummerSlam or a couple weeks before SummerSlam. Of course, Rick had appeared at the PGA Championship, if you will, however, in his hometown of Charlotte. And I believe shortly thereafter, uh, that just to say uh, that something happened, however, believe it or not. And speaking of Ric Flair, we understand there's some other news pertaining to Ric Flair. According to reports, and this is from Larry Zalka, I believe, who I just heard uh, this from uh, just a few minutes ago as we were uh, talking about the uh, Divas thing, however, we understand as of today, Ric Flair has parted ways with his management group. Yes, folks, the 16-time champion, however, apparently has told his management group flat out on Twitter as of today, however, I have parted ways with Melinda Morris-Zioni and Legacy Talent Entertainment, LLC. Uh, this came in shortly after noon. He went on to say, however, then afterwards, I will announce tomorrow a new representation, and I'm looking forward to a new beginning and great opportunities that await me. And, of course, he did his trademark woo cry with that. So uh, you can tell Rick's already in good spirits right now, however, the way he's been uh, feeling the past week or so since coming home from the hospital. So that is very good to see. Again, on behalf of myself, how I'm glad to see Rick is uh, definitely feeling much better and is still on the recovery mend. I mean, he's still got a lot, I'm sure, to, on his plate to deal with. But uh, nevertheless, however, uh, it'll be uh, very interesting to see what happens, however, now that he is uh, back up and around. The question is, will he make any TV appearances anytime soon? Will he be back uh, touring with the WWE and uh, being with his daughter Charlotte? You know, I, I mean, we really don't know at this point. I can honestly say we really don't know. Uh, but like I said, we will definitely be uh, watching this very, very carefully, uh, like I said, however, but uh, definitely uh, this is just some news that came in over the wire uh, just less than a half hour, 45 minutes ago uh, through uh, some friends of ours at 411 Mania. We do want to thank 411 Mania. I believe it was Larry Zonka. No, not the football player, Larry Zonka, formerly of the Miami Dolphins and uh, American Gladiators TV superstar, but Larry Zonka from 411 Mania to supplying this news. Uh, for us, and uh, we definitely want to thank him for posting it to us right away, however, and letting us know what was going on. Uh, some other news going on, of course. Again, I want to go back to WWE just for a few more minutes. I know I'm talking a lot about WWE today, and I have talked a little bit about of TNA. However, I also want to mention a little bit of Ring of Honor and New Japan, which I will get to here in just a few minutes. Uh, I do want to talk about uh, uh, what's been going on in the Cruiserweight division as far as 205 Live goes. I mean, I've said this before, and I'll say it again, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know why they continue to make this a joke. Uh, we saw what happened this past week uh, on 205 Live with Enzo Amore, believe it or not, winning uh, a fatal five-way, if you will, hard to facing Neville, and now he will go on to face Neville, we understand, coming up at uh, No Mercy two weeks from this Sunday on WWE on the WWE Network Live from the City of Angels. Uh, 205 Live right now has not been impressing me. I can tell you that firsthand. It has not been impressing me one iota. And uh, right now, I think at this point, they are on borrowed time. If you ask me, referring to T um, 205 Live, I just don't know why they continue to make it a joke. Uh, ever since Enzo uh, got uh, broken up with his friend Big Cass, it just seems like they're totally wasting him in more ways than one. I just don't know why they continue to do anything with him at this point. I think at this point, they're just really doing nothing that just has been earth-shattering, exciting, to say the least. I mean, they are absolutely, I wouldn't say pissing all over Enzo, but they kind of are, you know. And I would say at this point, however, if you... 
Um, and uh, I would say right now they're just not doing anything with Enzo. I mean, other than making him look like a joke. I know he continues to do the somewhat stupid jokes like Captain Underpants and Pepper Jack. Of course, he did that this past week on Raw with some of the cruiserweights. Uh, there's been a lot of talk in the back that Enzo's been ruffling a lot of feathers with some of the superstars and some of the management team, as well as some of the uh, office personalities, if you ask me. I've said this before and I've said it again. Uh, I don't know why they're keeping a hold of him. It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And unless they have plans for him to win that title off of now, which I don't think he will do in a few weeks, however, uh, I think they ought to give Enzo his pink slip right now. I mean, I really do. I think Enzo just continues to bury himself at every turn. He continues to just make jokes that are absolutely moronic and stupid. I know he's been insulting a lot of people by talking about his money. He talked about the whole Money McGregor uh, uh, fight with uh, Connor a few weeks ago. I know that probably ruffled a few feathers, uh, probably with management. There was some talk. He also got a lot of, uh, let's just say, improper treatment, which I think was... uh, not the word I'm looking for, but I think, in my opinion, the right kind of treatment, if you ask me, after doing what he did in Europe a few weeks ago or a while back by uh, just absolutely disgracing himself in front of the boys. Uh, that being said, I just don't know how much longer they're going to continue to hold on to this guy. And unless they put him back down in NXT and make him a better person and change his whole gimmick around, then I just think WWE ought to cut their losses with this guy right now. This guy has not been entertaining me for quite some time. Yeah, it was a nice thing for a bit, however, to team him up with Cass, and then they were half-decent tag team, like they were pretty good in NXT, unlike the main roster where they were up and down at times, but what have they done with him since he broke up with Cass? Not really a whole heck of a lot, except a little chihuahua, yappy yap dog, however, just loves to stir up trouble, both in and off TV. Uh, I don't know how much longer they're going to continue with this. I really don't at this point. I think it's going to be interesting to see what they do with him, and like I said, as far as 205 Live goes, I think right now 205 Live is in big trouble. I've said this so many times in the past. I'm going to keep on saying it every week, and I keep on saying it to the choir and to all of you out there because, I mean, I am a 205 Live somewhat kind of guy. I mean, I don't watch it. I don't have the network, as you know, with some of these things. But from what I read online, sometimes I just think I've seen the writing on the wall. I think a lot of people have seen the writing on the wall more and more. I mean, they just continue to bury themselves every week with the same sort of thing. I mean, yes, they did make a shakeup at the announce team by having Nigel McInnes take over Corey Graves' spot. And speaking of Corey Graves, he's now on SmackDown 2, taking over JBL after JBL announced his resignation last week, which I'll talk about that in just a few minutes as well. But getting back to what I was saying, uh, some of these guys are just not doing anything for me at all. I mean, these guys are just absolutely bland and could be a lot better. I mean, I thought when the Cruiserweights were coming into WWE, they were going to be something exciting to watch and entertaining. Yeah, for a while they were. But then, of course, they started getting a little absurd with some of the other things that they did by doing the same thing almost every week or every other week by doing it either in tag team form or six-person duo, which is not to say it was bad. I mean, that's not bad. But when you have the same guys face each other week after week or face other guys that are in a similar boat to them or guys who are just trying to get a bigger up. Uh, one above the other, however, at least trying to get up the ladder success while holding the other one down, then what's the point, you know? What's the point? Uh, But that being said, I think 205 Live will be done by the end of this year. I would not be surprised. After less than a year, they're going to pull the plug on this thing. This is like uh, what ECW was on Sci-Fi back in the 2000s. I mean, they've tried something new. They're trying to make things exciting, get a good ratings pop in. Right now, they're not getting people enough to watch, you know? And it's, it's sad. It really is. But uh, I hope I'm proven wrong. I mean, I hope that I'm proven right. Uh, but you never know, folks. It, it's going to be interesting to see. I can tell you that right now. But uh, right now, I'm going to say it here on record. And I've said it so many times, and I say it usually almost every week or every other week, it seems like, or every couple weeks. 
205 Live right now is not the place anymore. I mean, it's just it's not the thing to uh, be anymore. You know, it's not entertaining. It's not exciting. It's not really uh, in your face like other cruiserweights. However, um, uh, like I said, uh, it's just not the show that uh, it's supposed to be anymore. And like I said, I know WWE is also talking about trying to... Uh, scale back Raw from three hours to two. I mean, I've talked about this so many times until I'm blue in the face. Uh, I know WWE, with Monday Night Football just around the corner here, starting this week, uh, they're going to have a tough time this year getting people watching again on Monday nights, you know. And uh, that being said, it's going to be interesting to see if they go back to two hours after this year or early next year, but uh, we'll also have to wait and see. Uh, The one thing I will say about uh, Raw real quick, as well as... um, before I get to uh, SmackDown, and that's going to be my final point of the day, obviously, how is SmackDown, is the announcement that was announced last week. Uh, there was some talk, and has been some talk, about SmackDown, or not, excuse me, SmackDown, Raw going live on Christmas and New Year's Day uh, this year. Uh, as you know, they usually tape the show uh, a few days before Christmas, and that airs on a tape delay. Well, this year we understand that might change, however, and there has been already discussion that they might be doing a live edition of SmackDown, or excuse me, not, might I say SmackDown, a live edition of Raw, both on Christmas and New Year's Day. Uh, to me, I think that's absurd. I think that's ridiculous. I don't know why they're doing that. Uh, I don't know who in their right mind would uh, go to the show on those particular days, especially when it's uh, a holiday and also the start of a new year, unless you uh, find the right city and right location to do the show. Uh, I think WWE better start uh, thinking, uh, having second thoughts on this, if you ask me. Uh, Otherwise, they're just going to continue to uh, absolutely uh, piss a lot of people off, no pun intended. Uh, I know for a fact how they usually tape the show, usually on a Thursday or Wednesday before Christmas, and it airs the following Monday. Well, now they're talking about doing the show live on Monday night, and you think about it. You've got uh, two things going on Christmas night that are going to be very interesting this year. Not only you might have Raw live on Christmas night, possibly whatever city or town they're in, if they decide to go live, but you also got a football game on Monday night, that Christmas night. It'll be the Oakland Raiders traveling halfway across the world or not halfway across the world, halfway across the country to Philadelphia, if you will, to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. And, of course, the Raiders, as you know, after this year or next year, I believe we're going to be moving out of the state of California to Las Vegas, playing their new $2 million stadium right there on the Strip in downtown Sin City, USA, which is still being uh, discussed right now whether or not they're going to build that up. But that's beside the point. you got that going on, and you also got uh, Monday Night Raw. The question is, what do people want to watch on Christmas night? You know what I mean? Uh, they want to watch Raw, do they want to watch football, do they want to spend time with their family? I think right now I would choose C out of both of those, both of those if you ask me. But I know I will be watching a little bit of Raw on Christmas night, I'm sure as well. But to do it on Christmas night this year, I just think it's absurd. I think Vince McMahon and the whole front office, the WWE, Kevin Dunn, Triple H, Stephanie are way out of touch. And I would uh, suspect that in the next few weeks, within the next month or so, they're going to have to really sit down and discuss Plan B about this and maybe re- uh, thinking about uh, doing the live show on Christmas Day. If they do this live, however, it'll be interesting to see what kind of rain they'll get. Of course, a few weeks ago, or not a few weeks ago, excuse me, a few years ago, right before Christmas, I remember, they did a show here in my hometown of Pittsburgh, I remember. I think it was about two or three years ago, I think it was, at the Console Energy Center, a.k.a. now known as the PPG Arena, Paints Arena, I should say, the PPG Paints Arena, pardon me. Anyway, uh, they did one of the worst ratings of the year with a 1.5 or 1.6, and then the following week, uh, I believe it was New Year's Eve, they did a 1.8. Uh, 
Uh, that being said, however, it's going to be interesting to see what they do, however, the following week, obviously, with the show on New Year's Day. The question is, just like New Year's or Christmas, however, do they really want to do a show on the first day of the New Year, however, and go up against uh, something else, like college football and the bowl games? And then, of course, the following week, of course, you've got the hype for the Royal Rumble, obviously, beginning the same night as the National Championship College Football game, which, of course, will be in Atlanta this year. And whoever will be in that game, I'm sure, however, uh, which teams will be in that game, however, I'm sure they'll uh, have a lot more of their fans watching the game in person there at the new Mercedes-Benz Superdome. I almost said the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, which I meant to say Mercedes-Benz Stadium. The Mercedes-Benz Superdome is where uh, this year's uh, WrestleMania will be down there in uh, the Big Easy New Orleans coming up in April. But no, uh, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, the ATL, if you will, uh, you think there are going to be a lot more people watching that game than Monday Night Raw? Sure they will. Sure they will because it's college football. It's the last game of the year, and they want to get a good big rating pop. So I'll tell you right now, WWE heads into the uh, uh, football season beginning next week with a lot of questions uh, facing them at this point. Uh, whether or not they can pick it up or not, that remains to be seen. Uh, in my opinion, I don't think it's going to happen. I really, really don't. I think at this point, however, I just think, however, it's going to be really interesting. Uh, like I said, I just don't know how long it's going to be. Uh, it's going to last, but I just think it's going to be very interesting to see how they handle themselves. However, like I said, however, I think we'll have to wait and see how it happens. But right now, I think I can tell you right now, it's going to be very, very interesting. However, uh, how they'll do. However, mind you, however, I just I don't see. However, uh, we'll see what happens. However, but I can tell you right now. Uh, WWE going into the football season has got a lot of questions facing them. I mean, whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing, I, I'm going to say it's going to be interesting. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see, however. Uh, like I said, we'll tell you about it, however. But right now, however, uh, time will only tell, however. But right now, uh, at this point, however, uh, let's just say our eyes will be watching. But again, if I'm Vince McMahon... Stephanie Hunter, all those guys, I would seriously maybe consider either tape delaying that show, however, and airing it on a tape delay basis, and if you don't do it on a tape delay and you decide to do it live, however, you better hope people are watching, because I'll tell you right now, you're going to have a lot of angry, pissed-off people, however, on both of those days, however, or should I say all three of those days, December 25, January 1, and January 8, because they'll be watching something else rather than wrestling. I know I'll be flipping back and forth, however, I'll tell you right now, the range of all three of those shows will be probably some of the worst range you'll see in a long, long time, and I think that'll be the decision maybe around that time. I hope maybe starting within the new year, beginning next year, that Raw has to go back from three hours to two because right now this three-hour format is just not working anymore. It's not. So that's my opinion. Uh, we were expecting, as we said, King NWO Gerard T. Smith coming on the line today, but unfortunately I guess Gerard had another obligation to fulfill, unfortunately. Um, we are really sorry we cannot uh, have him on the line with us today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but uh, before we wrap it up today, I want to play a little music for you. However, I do want to, again, thank you all for uh, listening to me here this afternoon. Of course, uh, as you know, we will be back in the saddle at 7 o'clock tonight, uh, as I said. So we're going to play a few songs for you to close it out here today, and then we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, again, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back uh, next Wednesday in the same time, same place, of course. Uh, with uh, more discussion here at the Wrestling Debate Table. Uh, so uh, definitely check us out. Uh, the call ID, again, is 139925-POUND. Ladies and gentlemen, however. Uh, definitely check us out, however, 
and uh, definitely give us a gander. Uh, of course, we will be here every week, of course, giving you our thoughts and opinion, of course. Uh, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, coming up uh, here tonight at 7, Jerome and I will have some news for you at Top Heel Inc. And then at 9 o'clock with Wolfpack Radio. Uh, I was going to talk about JBL uh, moving out of SmackDown and Corey Graves into Raw. I will talk about that real quick if I can before we wrap it up here this afternoon. Uh, as you know, Corey Graves this past week took over the spot for JBL. JBL, of course, uh, announced his resignation last week from WWE as far as SmackDown announcing. So Corey Graves now will be doing both shows, however, Raw and SmackDown, but be bumped on a 205 Live altogether. Uh, Nigel McGuinness, of course, will be taking his place beginning this week. Um, my thoughts about Corey going over to SmackDown, I think he'll do real well. I think he's done very well ever since coming up uh, as an announcer. I know he had a rough time uh, trying to get into the business before getting injured and severely hurt and had his career ended suddenly soon uh, rather than later. Uh, but I'll tell you what, he's done very good as an announcer, and I can only say that Corey Graves is going to continue to get better and better each and every week. I am a big Corey Graves, Mark Mean from my hometown of Pittsburgh. But overall, in general, uh, I like Corey Graves. I think he's a very nice human being. He's a decent guy, and he is one of the better announcers, if not one of the most humble, down-to-earth people you ever want to meet. I know a few people who know him personally here in Pittsburgh and overall in general. They tell me he's a real down-to-earth guy. And from what I've seen on television, on and off TV, he seems like that. Uh, I'm very happy to see him move over to the SmackDown brand, take over JBL's uh, show um, with Tom Phillips and also Byron Saxton right now. And I think he's done pretty well on Raw being with guys like Booker T and Michael Cole. I would not be surprised. Eventually down the road, he takes over Michael Cole's spot possibly and becomes the new voice of Raw down the road sometime. But I'll tell you what, right now, he's done a lot so far in just a short amount of time. And I can only wish uh, Corey Graves nothing but the best. And I hope he continues to be very, very successful at what he does. So definitely, uh, that's my opinion about that. Okay, uh, so on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to thank you all uh, listening to us today. However, we're going to take you out with some really good music. However, of course, uh, being college football season, uh, we're going to give you a little bit of a special uh, music here today. And this is uh, something that you people might like, you might not like. So we're going to play it for you right now. Again, uh, we will talk to you again next week, same time, same place. But again, we'll talk to you here at 7 o'clock tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, with Top Peel Inc. So for now, ladies and gentlemen, as we uh, lead you out for the evening, however, we're going to take you uh, to uh, a particular place, however, that you may or may not know, however. So we're going to play it for you right now, and I'll let you listen to that. So for now, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Iceman, Jared D. Joel, saying so long from ringside. We'll talk to you soon, everyone. Have a good rest of the day, and we'll catch you on the flip side later tonight. See you later, everyone.
That was just one. Here's another one. Maybe not. That was the same one. Sorry, folks. We're going to play this one, however, for you, however. So we hope you like this one. One more. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.